Shout out to me. Let us pray. Our Father and our God in heaven, we want to say thank you for another time in your presence. Thank you, O God, for the privilege to be in your presence this evening. Thank you, O God, for the opportunity to feast on your word this evening. We still receive all glory, honor, praise, and adoration in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we look into your word, Holy Spirit, we ask that you come teach us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Open the eyes of our understanding and take away every spiritual blindness from us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just speak to us, Holy Spirit. We trust in you absolutely. Speak to us, O God, for the glory of your holy name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Johnny has to give up for Jesus. Now tell yourself, I am born of the word of God. Say, I am born of the word of God. The word of God is my nation. Therefore, I do the word of God naturally. I won't struggle to do the word of God. And today, as I learn, I will be built up by the word of His grace. Put your hands together for you. Praise God. First of all, I want to say a big welcome to each and every one of us for from the lengthy for the brief holiday. Hallelujah. Now look at your neighbor to your left and to your right and tell them you welcome back to Bible study. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor you welcome back to Bible study. Glory. Glory to God. Yeah, we are all welcome back to the Bible study sessions. Um, I want to say a big thank you to my father in the Lord, Pastor Donald Tussauro, for this opportunity. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you, really good. Um, we all knew how we started. You know, we cannot start going toward that now. But at, at times, when it wasn't looking neat, you singled us out, you identified us by the eyes of the Spirit, and then you gave us opportunity. Thank you very much, sir. Sincerely, if every minister and every pastor out there was like you, the body of Christ would have improved tremendously. Hallelujah. Jam your hands together for my Father and Lord. And to Pastor Kingsley, put your hands together for Pastor Kingsley. And then to every minister here in the house, put your hands together for them. And now finally celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself. If you don't celebrate yourself, nobody will celebrate you. Celebrate yourself! 
glory. Hallelujah. Um, today we'll be looking at um, uh, what I tied to Christ. Hello. Um, I titled it Christ. And then, you know, sometimes <laughs> it's not really about the topic, but it's about the message. Sometimes we struggle to actually give titles to certain messages. Praise God. But then it's titled Christ. And then in bracket or in bracket you can put it as the aim is bringing us into the consciousness of our personalities in Him. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Christ. But before we proceed, I want to ask us, who is Christ? Praise God. Hallelujah. Who is Christ? You know, the last time we talked about Jesus, and we talked about Jesus being the Son of God, and we talked about Jesus being the very Word of God, right? Yes. And then we ended up saying Jesus is God Himself. Praise God. Hallelujah. But right now, what we're looking at today is Christ. Who is Christ? I need answers. It's Bible studies. Who is Christ? I need dress Okay, not servants. Savior. Our Savior. Put your hands together for this. Hallelujah. Who is Christ? I need another answer. Uh, no, no. Should I begin to call, call, call us one by one? <laughs> Don't our redeemer put your hands together for him. Okay, another answer, another answer. Everybody will talk. I think that's that's the way to go now. Everybody will talk. Sister Mary, who is Christ? Sister Glory, rather, who is Christ? Well, I'm waiting for your answer. Uh, bra, what's the name again? Bra, then. Who is Christ? The world. Okay, Sister Mary. Sister Mary said, Christ is the light of the world. Sister Glory, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> yes, my sister. Who is Christ? Okay, Sister Mary. Who is Christ? Christ is the Son of God. Just about who is Christ? <laughs> Praise God. Who is Christ? Okay. Okay. Christ is okay. I think you said the same thing. Christ is the Son of God. Jump your hands together for that young man. Christ is the Son of God. Now, who is this Son of God? <laughs> okay, yes, sir. You wanted, okay, I thought they said you wanted to say something. <laughs> okay, you. Yes. Who is the Son of God? Jesus and His Church. Jesus and His Church. Jam your hands together for me. 
who is Christ? Christ is the Son of God. And who is this Son of God? Jesus and his church. Now, who is the church? Samuel said, Now, me, yes. Jesus and you. Because you are the church. So, Jesus and you equals to Christ. No, Christ. Praise God. Jesus and you equals to Christ. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5. Just to, so that we can get that straight. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 30. Say, and we, for we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. If Christ be Christ, and you are a member of his flesh, of his, of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones, it means you are also part of him, Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is Mr. President. Pastor, those days go see to when they address the president of the nation as pastor. You know? He began see. They are the transition, right? Yeah. So, this is Pastor, he began Yes, his excellency pastor if he dancing. And those about those days and when those days comes, I'm not I'm not vying for ministerial office. But you want to I'm asking of just make sure there's there's a standard platform for us to minister on national TV. Jack no. heads together for Jesus. <laughs> so this is him seated. From the, from the top of his shirt to the, to the rest of the top is called his head, right? Now, the other department is called his body. The head and the body equals what? Pastor Ipigansi. Jesus is referred to as the head of the church, we are the body of the church. So together, the head and the body equals Christ. Praise God. So now, when this consciousness enters into you, when you begin to carry this consciousness that you are inseparably connected to Him, inseparably connected to Him, it gives you some level of sagacity in the spirit. Praise God. When you carry the consciousness that Jesus and you are inseparably connected just the way you are standing, it gives you boldness, confidence, and bravado. Praise God. Because first of all, you consider who is Jesus? What are the things? What are his? What are his capacities and capabilities? What what is his make? His make is your make. 
His genotype is your genotype. His blood group is your blood group. Who he is is who you are. There's no difference. Praise God. When the church comes to this point, then the church will not begin to flow in the real raw power of Christ. But because, you know, when, when we talk about the body of Christ, we look at it, I, was, I don't know who I was talking to, I said, the, the, word, the term body of Christ has been so watered down that we don't know its effect. The body of Christ. That's what we are. You know, sometimes when we also say we, it looks like we're talking about the, the church generally. No, that's what you are. Because you are a part of his body. Together we make up the, the body. Now, it's, it's annoying that sometimes the devils afflict Christians, molest Christians. Now, of course, the devil may try to, to throw jabs, but it is our responsibility to decide what happens with the jabs that the devil chose. Praise God. So it's annoying that, Christ, that the, the, the devil sometimes throws jabs at Christians and we don't know what to do in such situations. Praise God. He is the head. We are his body. Now, if you're walking on the road and a vehicle is coming, your head sees the vehicle, right? And if vehicle is coming to your direction with the aim of hitting you, your head tells you, your head says, this vehicle is coming to hit you, right? And then the head tells the body move, and the body moves and the vehicle passes. The head has just protected the body. When we come to the consciousness of who we are in Christ, when a danger is coming, when a disaster is coming, Christ owns the responsibility to protect his body. It is his responsibility to protect his body. It is his responsibility to, to make sure that his body functions in divine health. You know, if you ask, if you ask a daddy, when he comes out to say, I cannot be sick, it's not him that is using his hand to do it. He has so come to, come to the consciousness, he has so, he has so romanced the idea, the knowledge, the fact, the, 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 I don't know how to put it down. He has, come, he has so affiliated with the, himself with the knowledge of who he is in Christ. And now Christ has no other responsibility than to protect his body. Praise God. It is a knowledge in the spiritual realm does not function by ignorance. Until you know a thing, you cannot enter it. That's why he said, sit with the word. Praise God. Let's, 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 let's consider a few scriptures. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to verse 15. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to verse 15. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers, next verse, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now, he gave those apostles, Jesus gave, gave, gave gift to men, and then they give the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the evangelists, the teachers, he gave them to men for the perfecting of the saints. What our daddies should do is to perfect you and I. That's why we come to places like this to get equipped in his presence. They equip us with the word of God. And it is our responsibility to go out, to go out there on a weekly basis, to do the work of the ministry and the work of the perfection 
what's that? The work for the edification of the body of the Christ. So they equip us, we equip other brethren, and then the body of Christ is built up. Praise God. Next verse. See, we all come there now. I said, um, they give us this gift, they equip us and then so that we now edify the body of Christ and the body of Christ is built up. Now, why does he want the body of Christ to build up? Why does he want his body to be built up? Since we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Now, the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Now, remember I told you, the Son of God is Jesus and his church. Now, you need that knowledge of the Son of God. Praise God. You need the knowledge of the Son of God. Who are you in Christ? You need that knowledge to function therein, to live a victorious Christian life. Praise God. You need the knowledge of the Son of God. You need to be acquainted with the fact that you and Christ are one now. The Bible says, be born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God, that word was, that liveth and abideth forever. We are one with Christ. That he brought us in here, he brought us in here. This is how he wants us to function. That is why God is not wanting, he's not waiting for you. He doesn't want you to come and start kneeling and begging him for everything. He gave you authority. He doesn't want you to beg him for everything. He has given you all it takes. He wants you to make decrees. He wants you to settle things. That's why in First Peter chapter 1 verse 4, he said, he has made us partaker of the divine nation. You are not a partaker of Christ. You and Christ now are one. So he expects you to handle situations the way Christ himself should handle situations. I don't know if you are getting this thing. He wants us to handle things the way Jesus should handle things. There was one time Jesus was sailing with his disciples and then the, 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 the uh, uh, what's called, the, the sea got raging. The wind got boys terrors. And then Jesus Christ was sleeping. And his disciples went and woke him up. Sir, don't you care that we perish? Why are you sleeping? You want us to die here? And Jesus Christ woke up. Looked at them and looked at the sea. And Jesus said, Peace. When he said peace, the entire wind, the raging wind, died down instantly. And then they looked at themselves. What manner of man is this? They can speak to the sea, the wind. And they all respond to him, what manner of man is he? They have But this is the same very authority that Christ has given you. Jesus has given it to you. Say, behold, I have given unto you power. And he went for that to say, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Now the moment the Holy Ghost has come into you, now you have entered into the realm of that power. Now activating it and engaging it is, is where the challenge is. Praise God. This is the very right that Christ has given to us. 
Say, what manner of man is this? Now, when Jesus sees somebody who is um, sick, what does he do? Does he prescribe Panadol, Paracetamol, and all that? No. Christ does not prescribe Panadol extra. Christ stretches his hand and does what? And heal. Are we following? Yes, sir. He stretches out his hand and does what? And heal. And that's what he wants you to do. When you come across someone having a challenge in health, what he expects you to do is to stretch out your hand and heal. Because that's what we have in our kingdom. We stop the tears. We stop the pains. We bring in joy. Praise God. Praise God. So why was Christ so... Why did Christ function the way he functioned? Why was he so fearless? Someone said it's because... Okay, now let me show that question at us. Why was Christ like that? Why was he so fearless? Why was Christ so confident? Why was he so bold? Why was he so why was he conscious of the things? Why, why did he operate the way he operated? Bringing everything under subjection. He can talk to anything. Just anything. Why was Christ like that? I need an answer. Because he created everything. Yes, sir, that's very correct. Yes, I need another answer. Don't come with me to the Bible book of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 11. Quickly. Let's drop that on the screen. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to now, do you understand what I said? It was not because it was not because Jesus operated and lived in a way that no man can live. Praise God. It is not because that Jesus lived in a way that nobody can live and then do the things he did. This scripture is telling us that he that we are him, we are just one. And because of that, he is not ashamed to call us his brethren. He didn't call us his servants. Not only the coming, there were so many messages, and then I pick one of those messages that says that the moment Christ resurrected from the dead, when he was approaching Mary, he told Mary, Say, Go and tell my brethren. Praise God. At that point, they transformed from his disciples into his brethren. Say, Go and tell my brethren. And Peter. I go to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Praise God. For both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause is not ashamed to call them brethren. Next verse. We are running to 15. Saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church. When I sing praise unto the next verse. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I am the children which God has given me 
For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Next verse. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Yes, sir. For verily he took not on he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. What is the scripture telling us? That Christ was just like him. Was that sir? Wasn't that what we just read? He took not on him the nature of angels. For he took on him the seed, the nation of the seed of Abraham. So Jesus was exactly as you are. You know what happened as James put it? You know, when he was talking about Elijah, he said Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. But he did something. He prayed. Praise God. So in like manner, Jesus was a man of like nature as we are. Jesus, the moment you come to Christ, first Corinthians, second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17, say, what's put on the screen? Second Corinthians 5 17. If any man is it there? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. You know what a new creation means? A new creation is a type of a man that never existed before. It's a kind of a man that has never been. It's not a man that was rebranded. The new creation is a man that does not have past. He's created the likeness and the image of God. You know, Pastor was telling us that this electric system, the, the power system here, that it has been so refurbished that um, you can change from generator one to generator two and the light will not blink. Praise God. Praise God. The day a man came into Christ, that was exactly what happened. There was a change from a lifestyle to another lifestyle. But you did not know. Because it happened so swiftly. It's only your spirit that knew that you actually died. Your body did not know. That was why you, because you are in the material, you function by, 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 you, you function by materialism, you function by the flesh. That's why you did not know something actually happened. But knowledge will tell you it happened. Praise God. Praise God. So the new creation is a brand new man. He's the man created and made after God. He's the God man himself. So Jesus didn't function in a certain way that we cannot function in. Jesus functioned in a way and a manner that is after us. So that, as a matter of fact, he came to show us the path to follow. That's what Jesus came to do. He came to show us the routes to take. He came to show us how a man should live his life. That was what Christ came to do. We are one, inseparably connected to him. Praise the Lord. Now, I want, to, I want us to carry this consciousness. This is the very consciousness I want us to carry. That you are one with Christ. He is not seeing you as someone who he has done something for, he has worked for, he has 
He has done me a favor, and so every time you buy him. You know, you know the way human beings do, not if they give you something, they expect that you should come to bad anytime you <laughs> But he, he, he renewed us, he cleansed us, picked us up from the gutters, cleansed and washed us, and put us apart with him. Now he even gave us his name. Function in my name. Say in my name. Was that what he told us? He now gave us his name to function by here in the action where he has gone. As a matter of fact, he went and came back and educated himself in us that this is regenerating each and every one of us. He now gave us his name. What kind of love cannot be greater than that? There are some houses, sir, that the seats that the that Papa used to sit, nobody sits on that seat again. Nobody. That this is that this is nobody does. You dare not sit on that seat. Even if this stuff comes, if this stuff wants to sit, hey, don't, don't sit down there. That's that is chair. Chair. That's chair. <laughs> there is a spoon that daddy used to eat. Nobody uses it to eat. You want to use that spoon to eat? You dare not. You are in trouble. The cup you use in drinking water, you don't dare touch them. Because daddy is superior. You understand? But Jesus gave us his very name to function by. He gave us his seat and he has lifted us up to sit with him in the heavenly places. Praise God. Christ, what Christ wants, he wants to bring us into equality with him. And that was the essence of righteousness. Praise God. He wants to bring us at par. As a matter of fact, he has brought us at par with him. Now, the knowledge of this makes you function in that realm. That will bring us to share testimonies. But if you can understand, put aside sin consciousness, put aside all these limiting factors, and begin to see yourself as the body of Christ indeed, you will do wonderful things out. You will shake this out for Christ. Praise God. See yourself as the body of Christ. You are not just a body, you are one with Him. The head and the body, they are not separate from each other. You are one with Christ. Engage that, engage that knowledge. Function in it. Then nothing will be able to hurt you, nothing will be able to touch you. Even if the devil tries, it's just a trap. So that not will be like saying don't try. Did you understand? He will only he will just just try. But before they try, he knows that he has failed. That's what Galatians told us. We stand even before the battle begins. So we are fighting from the standpoint of victory. Praise God. This is who Christ is. Jesus and the church is called the Son of God. Praise the living Jesus. Are we blessed? Are we blessed? Let's take a look at this scripture. You know, I don't want to shoot stuff today. Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 to 18. And I'll close here. Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 and verse 18. And when I saw him, 
I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. First of all, that tells me something. Say, Fear not, I am the first and the last. What does that mean? He's the first, is the last. It means you are in between. Praise God. He is the first, he is the last. You are in between. So before you, he is there. After you, he is there. Understand this and nothing will hurt you. Praise God. Understand this and you function in the victory of Christ. Because he is the first and he is the last. You are just in between. Praise Jesus. Now the next verse. Say, I am he that, that liveth and, and was and was dead. and was and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. I am he that liveth and was dead. Was dead. I live it. I was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Now listen. He was dead. He is not dead. And he's alive. And he's alive forevermore. Praise God. This is who Christ is. He lives forever. He lives forever. And that's what he has brought you into. And then, if Christ lives forever, if Christ lives forever, and then in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 30, it says, and we are members of his body, and of his flesh, and of his bones. It must be functioning in this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, you are members of his body, and of his flesh and of his bones. And then he said to Revelation, he said, I am he that liveth. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I live forevermore. And you are member and you are his body parts. Does that get to somebody? And you are his body parts. He lives forever. Then you should say no to death. You should say no to sickness. You should say no to disease, to infection. You should say no to poverty. Because he's the owner of all things. And by him all things consist. You know, Jesus said he wants to present the church. He wants to present a church without spots and wrinkle to himself. Praise God. He wants a church that will be perfect. And until the church comes to this place of knowing that she is Christ and bluntly say no to death because death has been defeated, Christ will not return. Praise God. Praise God. Christ will not return. It is only the generation of the church 
that we start to say, no, death has been defeated, that we'll see the return of the Christ. Praise Jesus. Praise God. Stand against the devil. Don't be afraid of the devil. What does it say? You should not be afraid of the devil. He has been defeated. Acknowledge in this life, along this life, is power. When you have the knowledge, listen, if the word of God says something, it means that thing is true, right? Yes, sir. Now, when God says something and you refuse to believe, what makes you? What, what does that make you? Unbeliever. It means you are disobedient to the word of God. Praise God. When God has made you, when life, life and immortality has been brought through the gospel, and you still function like death in death, it means you are disobeying God. Praise God. Praise God. It means you are disobeying God. And if that will take someone to hell. <laughs> Jab your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. I've overshot my time. Christ is the Son of God. And who is the Son of God? Jesus and his church. Come up into this knowledge and you begin to function in that church the same way in which Christ functions. Put your hands together for Jesus.